Hello, welcome to The Lore You Know, a show where we chat with some amazing human beings who are storytellers, collectors, and folklorists as we discuss the history of, inspiration behind, and importance of recording and sharing regional tales. Today, I have our first, not only our first guest for the show, but our first returning guest for the show, Mr. Les O'Dell. Hi, Les. Hi, Heather. How you doing? Uh, well, better now that <laughs> we have all of the tech issues figured out. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to have you back. Oh, glad to be here. Yeah, you're one of my favorite storytellers, so it makes sense right. to have you here. Oh, man. Um, so last time we talked about... Uh, storytelling with your family, uh, the history behind that. And then we got into some giants in your research uh, discussions of, of how you found that cemetery or where you think everything is. And that was amazing. Um, and I really like the way that that kind of flowed, how as we discussed stuff, that story just came about. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to ask you, have you heard any stories lately? Like anything come across your radar lately? It doesn't have to be a recent story, but in your research and maybe in newspaper articles or anything like that, is there anything that's come up since we last talked that's piqued your interest? Uh, just a, I, I like to look into the older newspaper articles of the wild men and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. So I've found a few of those and even got a book that a local author wrote that I've been digging into. Oh, what book is that? Um, I actually don't have it with it. Uh, Wild Man of America, I think it is. It's actually written by the owner of the West Virginia Bigfoot Museum. Oh, awesome. Awesome. I, I think it's, I think it's the title of it. It's, it's actually in my lab, in my living room. So some of the, um, articles that you were looking into, are they then all over or just regional that you're kind of diving into? I know. I just, I, I'll look into some of that around here and I think I've exhausted all the ones that I can find through, you know, looking into chroniclingamerica.com or .gov. That's where I kind of look. Mm -hmm. And then I started looking into other ones, just wherever. I just pick a state and put wild man in and start reading them. Yeah. What are some yeah. of the stories? Like, um, so when we say wild man, that can have a couple different ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Like an, an actual person right. or things that are more along Bigfoot, like what we would think. What is, what's some of the diversity that you've seen in the categorization of wild man? Uh, like you said, there, there are some that seem like it can be a, a feral person sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, it may be somebody that's maybe had some uh, mental issues and, you know, because some of them, they, <clears throat> they talk about capturing or whatever then take them to like an asylum and, and things but then there's others you you find it just doesn't fit those those descriptions at all mm -hmm. uh talking about you know you hear even people talk about today with sightings of odd shaped heads mm -hmm. uh hair all over whether it's different color it'll be like you know the, the average or the uh, same as you hear people tell now you know black brown blonde red color uh, there's one that was in, um, I think it's Stewart, Ohio, I think it's what it's called. It's just right across the border here, <clears throat> outside of um, the Wheeling area, somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. and I don't remember the uh, remember the exact date, but it talks about one that uh, had an odd-shaped head, but it wasn't very big. It was only five or, I think, five or six feet tall, maybe, mm. uh, with red hair covering its body and, and, and everything like that. So, I like to look into those and, and there's one, there's also one here that I found that's outside out in Morgantown area, West Virginia, about there was this guy, a train, as a train was passing, a guy actually shot in the air to alert the train. So they thought, you know, that he was robbing the, the, I guess, robbing the train. Well, it happened yeah. a day or two later, there was another instance where the same train was coming through and this they called a wild man that was covered in bristly blonde hair was actually throwing rocks at the train and they stopped the train and the conductor yet was actually was frightened to even go you know to approach this this thing and he actually brought some of the 
the, the passengers from the train to try to, uh, I guess, apprehend the uh, the creature or whatever it was. And they were unsuccessful then, I'm guessing? Yeah, apparently, yes. <laughs> that's wild. What would they... Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's really weird. And it was, yeah. so it was the same, same train, same area. They must have... I don't know. That's really weird. Um, and yeah, I'm not he, sure. If, I'm not sure if the the fellow that was had, they thought he was actually trying to, you know, rob the train apparently or something. You know? Yeah. But I'm just wondering if maybe he was in that area and encountered that that creature or whatever you want to call it, and was that's the way he, that was his way of, you know, yeah. you know, being rescued or whatever. <laughs> right. Maybe he wanted help. Yeah. <laughs> just kept on going let him go oh man the um the size difference you said the one with covered in red fur was like five or six mm. feet tall have you come across stories of like hair covered creatures that are smaller than that even uh no not exactly smaller but i've had other ones that are within that that size range i mean i've not had anything that's like three four feet or anything like that mm. but i've had people talk about seeing things that were five six you know, in that neighborhood, not the typical seven, eight, you know, some people say nine, but yeah. So I, that leads me to believe or, or come to the conclusion that either most folks' perception of what these things are may be skewed from mm-hmm. what, when they see them, or there's just, you know, multiple sizes of different creatures or they're different. All of them are different. I, I, I don't, I'm right. You know, I don't know if they're all different, but, you know, I can't say different races or different whatever, but something's different about them. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the, uh, maybe it's the area they're in, you know, Yeah. has to do with that. Yeah. Thinking about the different sizes, I was just thinking about how we discussed giants last time. Mm -hmm. And so going the other way, have you found any stories about really small people or creatures in the archives that are in Appalachia? I I haven't yet. The only thing that I have found that has kind of led or kind of went that direction is what they call the moon-eyed people. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I have, but can you explain them? I, I've, apparently they were a race of smaller, you know, hominids or whatever mm-hmm. that were, my understanding, were like stark white in color mm-hmm. uh had large eyes that they say were that, that most of them had i guess blue eyes mm-hmm. the very blue eyes and they lived underground and would only come out at night and there was like a like rivalry or whatever you want to say between them and the cherokee indians or something i think it was cherokee mm-hmm. yeah that you know it, so that's the only one i've really come across so yeah yeah i've heard different um hypotheses on that that they were uh some immigrants that had Mm. come over and kind of got lost or or whatever had been abandoned for a while and but yeah the idea that they only come out during the day or or not at the during the day at night because their eyes couldn't handle the daylight right which if they lived underground it's going to be normal yeah Yeah, that's, that's one of the things about you know the issue i not issue or whatever you want to say the thing I have about with Bigfoot or creatures living underground, mm-hmm. um, if they, if they have, if they're like, like us, which, which, which I don't think they really are. Mm-hmm. If they do live underground, you know, like, especially if it's total darkness, you know, I think it's yeah. three days. If you're in total darkness for three days and you come out, you're basically, your eyes burn up and right. your, your retinas will actually burn. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, Maybe that's why they, they only come out at night. Yeah, that makes sense. That also reminds me of the the latest uh, Bigfoot project. Of course, by the time this comes out, it, it may not be the latest one anymore. But the Bigfoot project just came out recently where you got to explore a cave, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which was pretty small, but a cave not too far from the property here. Um and I wanted to ask you what what your thoughts have been when just being involved with the Bigfoot project. You got to come out to Minerva and check out the property and stuff. Overall, what have you thought about that experience? 
Um, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, I, there's definitely, I felt there was something odd, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, with the property. I yeah. don't know if I, I don't know if I experienced a Bigfoot as a physical type creature, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, like, like I thought I might, uh-huh. but there was definitely some odd, odd things. I mean, the, the, the lights that we saw, um, the noises we heard, I, I mean, cause I didn't really find much as far as evidence that I seen that was something would large was there, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not saying that something's not there. I mean, it was, yeah. it was definitely a pretty cool, pretty cool experience. I mean, I mean, we heard the noises, we heard the bangs a couple of times. I heard mm-hmm. the, uh, the, uh, how, like the how in the distance and, and the, the, uh, it didn't make it into the, 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 uh, the, the episode. I think it was the first night I was there. Mm-hmm. We could, I could hear the coyotes in my tent and I could hear the guy and you could hear a long drawn out howl. Mm-hmm. with the coyotes and um, so that was interesting yeah so let's talk about if we're not bigfoot as a physical creature versus maybe something else which are kind mm-hmm. of alluding to other things that might be happening what are what are some other things that you might you think may be a reason for some of the weirdness that's occurring on that property i don't really know I don't i mean can't really say because i don't know the whole background of the property Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of people would probably jump to maybe it's an, it's just, it's a, a window area maybe, or maybe there was some Native American ties to it. It's definitely, I mean, I'm still baffled by the red light I saw. I, I know you, yeah. you folks didn't see it, mm-hmm. but I seen that red light and I, I, if, if I didn't experience anything else there, that caught my attention because it was clearly in the tree i mean it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't something reflecting it was a red light yeah and i have no idea what it was and the only the only thing i could think it might have been mm-hmm. is beyond you know beyond that 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 area it was the right away and maybe someone was there but there was not supposed to be anybody there there was nobody we, we didn't hear any, anything else we didn't hear any four-wheelers right and it wasn't like it wasn't like somebody's just walking around. It was just a red light steady in the tree. And then as I moved, I I don't know if the light moved mm-hmm. or it moved it or as I was moving, my perception or my view of it kind of was blocked by certain things. But I did see that red light in the trees. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely been different lights that have. I haven't seen the red light there, but there I've definitely seen white lights and so on in different parts of that property and one thing that got brought up I think it was in our conversation on the porch which wasn't caught on camera and this was just us talking but the concept of like elemental type situations Mm -hmm. I've heard that brought up before not in connection to this property but um when we were doing a hauntings episode in Marietta somebody had Mm -hmm. brought up the idea of elementals can you talk about that a little bit I mean, there, there's been people see things in the woods that, that, that they would describe as elemental, um, which would be like shadows or, you know, mm-hmm. a being that I guess it ha- inhabits the, the wooded areas or whatever, you know, and draws that energy from, from things or from the earth and surrounding areas. And, and but it's, it's more of a supernatural thing. I mean, uh, I've heard of small shadow figures like coming from the woods or creatures coming into people's homes mm-hmm. uh there's even been accounts where they've come in and almost do like perform what, what you, you would think would be uh, uh poltergeist activity they would come into the house and stack dishes and stack chairs and so wow you know it's possible that's maybe something going on mm-hmm. uh that would probably explain why there's not a there wasn't uh like i mean because if there's something big i would have thought we would find more more especially in the soft dirt Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah if i mean there there's something there that's (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, I like the the moment when when it seen something ran past the cabin. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no evidence there on the ground, but mm-hmm. you know it was seen. Uh, the footsteps that have been heard around the cabin. There's no evidence, but it's being heard and picked up right. on auto recorder. So it's got to be something. Uh, yeah. You know, that that's what, when I, that's why I kind of lean, or I don't lean. I mean, when I, when I think of Bigfoot, I, when I think, somebody still messaged me. When I think <laughs> of Bigfoot, you know, in my heart, I want it to be a physical creature. That's what I want it to be. I, you know, I want to see that. Yeah. But there's so much, so much, so many times the things are odd you know there's there's weird stuff that happens that makes me think what 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 really is this you know i mean mm-hmm. i mean we know that there was a sighting you know on the property yeah and there have been sightings near the property and near the in the vicinity of, of, of the property yeah i mean i even i even talked to my son when i was there he mm-hmm. said that his girlfriend told him, didn't know she didn't know where I was at, and he was telling her where I was at. And she goes, "Well, we used to go to this lake. The near, there's a lake. I forget the it, the campground or something that's nearby. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it now." And her and her friend were actually rushed. Something rushed at them in the woods, Whoa. and chased them out of the woods. And that was back, you know, several years ago. And she never thought Bigfoot. Everybody told her it was just a bear. Her, her her parents were telling her there's a bear and this yeah. was this is near Minerva I forget the name of the campground I, I talked to your husband about it he knew which where I was talking about yeah and uh she goes yeah she never thought Bigfoot until my son Justin was telling her I was up there you mm-hmm. know with, with you guys doing the whole Bigfoot thing yeah that's wild well now I gotta I have to ask what the what the campground was because there's a few in the area but yeah, and it's, what is something? Is there one Mount Wood or something like that? I don't know. Probably. I'm thinking it had. A, I think they had a wood in the name. Mm, oh, well, there's Atwood, which isn't far Atwood. away. Atwood. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Atwood. All yeah. right. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Huh. That's really cool. Uh. Yeah. That. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird. The more that we share these stories, the more people come forward with, with oddities like that, you know, like they had that. And like you said, she wouldn't have thought anything other than what she had been told about bears. But I mean, we have, there are bears that show up every once in a while, but it's really not that common. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Huh. That's really wild. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> um, one thing that you've done for me since we've become friends and message back and forth is you'll find these newspaper clippings that you know that I'm going to enjoy and you'll send them mm-hmm. my way <laughs> and you'll send them my way. Um, and one of the, one of the ones that I, I recall was specifically about like a black dog that had been mm-hmm. seen in certain areas. Um, and are, do you have any stories off the top of your head about dogs in the area, black dogs in particular, like yes. haunting a location? Not a, not exactly haunting a location, <clears throat> uh-huh. but uh, this happened in, I think the date was in the late to mid 80s, 86, 87, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I talked to an individual that they were, and this is just right here in my county just it's actually about five miles from where I grew up okay and they were they were it was late at night later in the night it was dark I don't know remember how late but they uh the, the gentleman was like 12 or 13 years old and was they he was in the back seat of the car going to his grandma's with his mom and dad mm-hmm. and they I, I know exactly I mean I if I you knew the area, I could tell you exactly where it was. But you, as you come up toward out of Grant Town, going mm-hmm. toward Fairview, you turn on two eighteen, and it takes you up across railroad tracks and up up this hill, and it takes you toward Farmington. Mm-hmm. Well, as they're going up the hill, this young young man looks out the window, and he 
sees this black dog standing along the road, chewing on, looks like it was chewing on a carcass. Mm. And as he turned to look at it, it lifts his head and he notices it has glowing red eyes. And he, 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 he asked his dad, he said, do you see that? Do you see what I'm saying? And his dad said, I didn't see anything. And I don't know if it actually had glowing red eyes, you know, maybe mm -hmm. that's, maybe he did see that or if it was a brake light in the car reflecting this dog. Yeah. But I went to, you know, when I talked to him, I, he said, when they went back, there was a carcass there, but the bone, it was just bone. It wasn't fresh. It was like a deer had been there a long time. It was just bones laying there. And, but this thing was chewing, chewing on, the, on, on, on those bones. And he said it was massive. It wasn't like a normal dog. It was, it was solid black and just huge. Had a, the, uh, like the hot on the back of its neck had hair that was, that stood up and, oh, and whatnot. Man. So it almost reminds you of the stories of the black shuck and stuff. But then, oh. then later in life, I learned, you know, later, on, I learned about what they call the snarly yowl that's seen in in West Virginia, which is mm -hmm. basically fits that description. So I'm um, I don't know if he's seen just a stray big dog and like right. I said the reflecting lights in his eyes, or he actually seen something like that. So what is the snarly yowl then? It's it's a black dog, mm -hmm. usually a big you know supposedly a big dog with glowing red eyes, and. I forget the how the, the German pronunciation of, but that name comes from the German words that means snarly, the teeth, the way it looks, and the yowl, the the, the noise, the howl or yowl that it makes. Mm -hmm. so. Does it stand up on two legs? Is it like a like a werewolf type thing, or is it a dog? No, it just seems to be a large black dog, and it's all in. And the thing that really sticks out is that it supposedly has red glowing eyes. Wow, that's and it's all over West Virginia, or just in certain areas. No, it's it it it's actually more of a not necessarily West Virginia, but more like a regional thing. There, West Virginia uh, goes into Maryland, parts of Maryland, I think, and parts of Western Pennsylvania too, or Eastern Pennsylvania. Yeah, interesting. So this conversation has me thinking now, just everything connecting. Uh, when this episode releases, it should be during Kickstarter month for us. Mm -hmm. And one of the projects that's on Kickstarter will be American werewolves mm -hmm. and talking about the dogs and stuff. Do you know any werewolf type stories or dogman stories in your area? Um, there's been a couple that people have told me that they've mm -hmm. seen something that looks like a dog man standing on his hind legs. Yeah. Uh, let me think. What's probably the best one? Because <laughs> uh, there's, there's 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 not very many, but they've yeah. all been pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. Let, let's start at this one. Uh, a girl, I was actually having a yard sale. Me and my wife were having a yard sale. And yeah. this lady, a younger lady and her husband just moved into town. And I forget how we got on a conversation of, of things. You know, it might have been something I had at the yard sale or books or something I was selling and and she asked me well because we got in, into the conversation of the paranormal and cryptids and stuff like that mm -hmm. and her husband looks at her and says well you should tell him what you saw <laughs> and I'm like yeah tell me what you've seen you know yeah <laughs> and she you could tell she was she was shook she was shaken I mean yeah. she was shook up and this was I think 10 or 12 years after. Mm. And I knew, I know exactly where she's had her sighting because like I said, it's right here in my area. So yeah. I, I know. Here. And uh, she said, back when I was a kid, she was like 10 or 11, something like that. She said, I was in my living room or in my bedroom and I seen movement. It was dark, but we had a porch light out there or some kind of light. I forget what she said, but there was a little light outside. She's seen movement out, out, outside the window. And I know where her house is. So I went and, you know, after she told me this, I drove by and yeah. you know, kind of investigated the point she was telling me. Yeah. And she said, uh, 
the funny thing is, you know, my my window is like six or seven feet off the ground. And the the thing I seen was halfway up my window, putting it probably, you know, eight, eight to eight and a half feet tall, probably. Mm -hmm. And she said, I seen this black figure move. Like it was moving from left to right. And that's what caught her attention. And it, it kind of turned toward her. And that's when she noticed it was there were yellow eyes staring at her like oh. off the ground, you know, just probably 10 or 15 feet away. <laughs> and she jumps up and this thing runs from her window because the, where their house is, it sits down like a little bottom and there's a, the, a, uh, a, uh, the side road or the little dirt road that comes into their, where they live. Mm -hmm. And the main road is just right over across a little stream. Well, that road sets up probably five or six feet. She said it, it took off and took two, two steps or so and jumped the entire road, the little dirt road, which is probably 10 or 12 feet wide. And it, like, like I said, five or six feet high or so, four or five feet high and over to the other side and then took off and was gone. And I said, oh. do you, do you have any, I asked her, I said, do you know what, she said, I have no idea what I saw. I said, do you know what dog man is? And I showed her a picture, you know, the, the typical, I don't, you know, I don't know if you've probably seen them online, the, the one that's standing there with the tail and I mm -hmm. got the long fingers and, and whatnot. And she, you could see her visibly, you know, like her knees buckle. She said, oh my God, that's what I've seen. That's it. And she, she about, like I said, about fainted basically right there. Mm -hmm. So I took that that report, and then I started getting a phone call phone calls from a guy that has had recent. He said it was possible Bigfoot activity, not more than a, like mile and a half to two miles away. So, and uh, so I started looking into his stuff, you know, his area on his property, and we're we're walking around after I've, I I'd stayed there, you know, overnight a couple times and 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 stuff and we're walking around and we're on the, we're on the the uh, little gravel road that leads up into his his farm property and he said you know there's something else that happened here several years ago and i'm like what's that and he said my brother my brother and i were out here with his son we were walking on the same property on the same road and he said and his his brother says do you see that and he said no i don't he said what do you see because his son was like often up in front of him mm -hmm. and his brother describes seeing what he thought looked like a upright wolf running but he said it it didn't look normal it was almost blurred like it was he said it was fluid oh. like water like the shape was like flowing like water coming down through the field toward his son and he screamed at his son and he said that's when it seemed to disappear like not disappear, but it like went like because it was tall brush, like mm -hmm. the sage sagebrush and stuff like that. And this old hay hayfield had grown up a good bit. Mm -hmm. It dropped down, like in in behind the grass, and they didn't he didn't see it again. But he describes, yeah, he described it like it was a, a wolf type creature, yeah, but not completely, like not completely solid looking. It it right. like I said it said almost like transparent, blurry, like. Like if you're watching something in slow motion, you'll have that blur mm -hmm. the way he describes it. But it was moving extremely fast. But he, but he, uh, yeah, he describes it as a, as a, some kind of dog-looking thing. Yeah. Okay. And well, that that's was, going that, after his kid. Yeah, and that was, uh, I think, if I remember right, they were only within a year apart of each other. There's two sightings. And they're in the same area, like you said. Yeah. About a mile and a half, two miles apart. So, so you've gone and checked that out multiple times. Then you've camped in the area. Anything yeah. weird happen while you were yeah. looking for it? Yeah. Um, we, my my son went with, with me. My 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 son Rudy. Yeah. Uh, we we stayed on the property, and it it was pouring down the rain. It started, mm -hmm. and and I I didn't get I didn't put recorders out because. At the time, I didn't have, I didn't have anything to put him in to protect him from the rain, and so I didn't have any recorders out. And it's it just poured the rain down, and we're in the tent, 
and with you know with the bed and it was starting to get daylight i mean just barely you know when that barely little twilight but the rain made it i mean it, it poured all night and it was foggy and i hear this scream you know just like I don't know if it was, I couldn't tell if it was, because it woke me up. I couldn't tell if it was an owl, an owl some kind of scream yeah. or, or something, but I, it came from an area in front of the tent, which where we, where we camped was in a, like a, like a bottom in his, in his bowl or mm -hmm. like a, comes down kind of like a bowl. And there's a ridge line in front of me. And then there's a wash. And then the ridge line went behind us. And then the field was below us. And I hear this scream and it wakes me up. And in a matter of just a few seconds, me waking up, trying to see what was going on, I, I fumbled around trying to see if I can find my phone. I hear it again, but this time it's to my to my right. Just, you know, within a matter of seconds. So I'm still thinking, well, maybe it's an owl. Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm like listening intently. Because, you know, this guy's telling me that he's hearing screams, he's hearing knocks, he's hearing howls, he's yeah. had his chicken stolen, you know. Mm. So I'm, I'm just like, just listening, you know, it, not thinking about anything else and just trying to grab, find my phone. So, and this is why I say, I'll take anything weird that people want to tell me because this is weird. You know, I experienced, I had a little, dungeon. I unzipped the front little door, which you can, un, you know, down to about know, three or four inches where I can just peek out and I could see a certain little distance. And I could see the fog and I'm sitting there listening, see if it's going to happen again. Why, you know, just still trying to fumble with my phone. I didn't want to look at my phone because, you know, I didn't want my eyes to be unfocused because if there was something out there. Right. And right. that's when I heard in front of the tent, I can't see anything, but it was out in front because I, I could, you know, clearly tell where, what direction it came from. I hear a like deep gravelly voice go, Hey, less come from the, the <laughs> fog in the dark. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, there's somebody got to, there's got to be somebody here messing with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I, I wait for daylight to come or to get daylight and, uh, we finally pack everything up and I talk to, I go down to talk to the owner. It's like, cause I want to see, you know, as quick as I could, if he was up there. Yeah. Down this house and he comes out and still still you know you know sleeping his eyes basically you know yeah. i said man have you been up there did you come up in the woods and say and say anything he said no he said i said well some, some you sure you didn't come up and mess with me or somebody else he said no he said i'm gonna be honest with you he's buddy i wouldn't go in them woods by myself at dark for nothing after the things i've been hearing in the yeah. you know, past year so that was that and all that happened like within a couple miles of you know and and I have no idea what that was, and I still don't know what it was. And it, it it's one thing that has kind of I don't want to say plagued me, but it's 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 war on me. Why? What? What was in the woods? Either some weird person was in the woods that knew my name, or there was right. something in there that knew my name and said my name. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was where, and that's the it scary part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it knew where I was at, who I was, and, you know. Has that and, happened before? Not not like coming across a spirit box or something, when with, no. in like investigating hauntings, but have you heard something similar before? The only other time I was at a, that it, it, I was at a, a local tunnel here outside of Clarksburg, they call it Flinderation Tunnel. Mm -hmm. And it's been reported to have all different kinds of, hauntings you know the certain history is supposed to be behind this and that and you know there was a train accident where a worker was killed and there's basically not quite on top of it but there's a cemetery that sets like right almost on top of it above uh -huh. it and i've investigated it several times i've been there quite a few times and i've seen weird things that you know could be shadows moving around you hear things that could be footsteps you know coming but it, it's, it's a tunnel sound carries right but i was there with the with a friend of mine and she she invited a friend of hers and we all met up there 
and we're setting up the equipment and we got it all set up <clears throat> and Valerie starts into you know the whole introducing everybody you know to whoever may be in this tunnel yeah <clears throat> so Valerie's like hey my name's Valerie you know this is my friend Jessica you know we're here we're coming to talk to you and this is my and and the way the way they're standing they're they're on one side of the tunnel I'm on the other side they're facing me and I'm facing them yeah. it kind of in a catty catty corner like an angle and she goes this is my friend Les and we all and she has the recording and we all heard a male voice come from behind me it just goes Les clear as can be nobody's there it's a disembodied voice says my name with 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 you know I don't know it just it was wild that is really wild yeah that, and unsettling as well yep. <laughs> um that <clears throat> that of course reminds me like I said other than the spirit box situations but I've been with you when that has come across your name mm -hmm. has come across mm -hmm. um and the one time Seth and I both on the spirit box at the Heyman house, particularly right. that's, mm, yeah. I don't know. And, but it still isn't as, I mean, I still think that the story in the woods tops that as far as the, the fear, fear factor yeah. goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm, I don't know. Um, so have you been, I know I ask you this every time that I talk to you, but have you talked with Kenneth lately? No, I have not. He, yeah. uh, I, I called him and he called and left me a message and he told me about what they were going through. His wife was sick and everything. Mm -hmm. And because he was wanting me to talk to his cousin, I believe it was. Yeah. And he left me a message and said, Hey, I've been trying to get a hold of my cousin. Cause I tried. Mm -hmm. He said, I've been trying to get a hold of him. I haven't got a hold of him. And, and that's the last time I've heard, heard from him. Yeah. Yeah, because he has some interesting stories. I know we've mm. talked about this before. And for anybody that's listening, Kenneth is in On the Trail of UFOs, uh, Dark Skies. He, he uh, has he, a... Yeah. yeah. He did tell me a Bigfoot story. Did he ever tell you that? I don't... Well, I don't know. What's the story? He's told me a lot of stories. What uh, story is it? I don't remember all the details, but it was in Stonewood, West Virginia, and they were... him and. Uh, cousin or something were out and they see one like on a four-wheeler trail he said he's no. only told a couple people no i don't think he's told me this one <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to go yeah into don't, don't don't give it away because i'm well not just that I, I there's another one that i read about in stonewood oh. so i don't want to mix up both i can't remember which one had what details though mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i told him about the one that i found online and i do remember pretty sure it talks about the guy seeing this thing out of his went out his you know through the window from his home. okay so. interesting interesting yeah there was um yeah i don't know he's got he's got a lot of really cool stories i always i always wonder about him um like i haven't heard from him in a good while actually you've been my updates on kenneth is what's yeah, I, need, I actually need to call him because like i said his wife i know he he says she was sick, but was getting better. So I need mean, really calling and see how everything's yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, because he had told me the story about the um, the property that had some activity that there's nothing really there anymore. I don't mm. think, but like a house foundation or something. And there's a story about him taking something from mm. there, and then there being problems. Yeah. Uh, from taking it, have you uh, heard of any other stories of people taking stuff when they shouldn't? Or having mm -hmm. problem, or have you? Less? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, well, okay. I'll just say because it's it's easy for me to remember. I mean, I've had other people tell me they've had weird things out of taking things, but our good our mutual friend Steve, yeah, collects different sods for and grant pieces of ground from haunted locations. Right. So I was like, okay, well. I'm going to go get him some dirt from what we have here is a local legend, the witch's grave. Yeah. Which is really a legend, but the grave, the, 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 that 
the cemetery, the church, the, the, that knob, mm-hmm. you, if you will, <clears throat> has weird stuff. Right. I mean, I've investigated many. It used to be one of my, I called hobby hunts because we mm-hmm. would go there just to, if we didn't have anything else to do, we'd have a residential to do when I did, when I did that stuff, did that paranormal investigating. We would just go there, me and my, my son and another couple of the other group guys. <clears throat> but uh, and th- I was like, I thought, well, I'm just going to go get some dirt. So I went up and I scraped a little dirt, not off of, but nearby what they call the witch's grave. Yeah. And I put it in a, in a bag and I brought it home. And I, I had booked my bedroom. Bedroom has changed now, but I had... Uh, shelves bookshelves that were running alongside my bed and i put the dirt on that bookshelf and i put it in a little bottle or jar and put it up put it up on the shelf and uh my son mason was three at the time i think now he's six now and he's he's like me my wife just just laughs at us because sometimes we just we'll crash on the floor we'll make a tent sleep on the floor make the fort well he likes to do that he actually did it last night so alongside my bed we made a little like kind of not not a fort or tent but we made an area where we would just camp out on the floor mm-hmm. and we're laying there and he looks up at looks at me and then he looks up and i'm like what do you, what's wrong? He said, there's a monster. Do you see the monster? And I'm thinking, you know, he's three years old. He's, he, it's imagine his imagination. And he's pointing mm-hmm. to the ceiling. He said, there's a, there's a monster. And I'm like, okay. I said, it's all right. And, you know, I'm just t- telling, you know, reassuring him that everything's okay. And at the time I was still driving the truck and, and, you know, I was, I know I was just, I wasn't driving a truck at the time. I had just come off the road and I was working somewhere working with my dad. Mm-hmm. And uh I uh my wife calls me, you know, I forget what 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 it was all about. She just called me and was talking and then she goes, Hey, I wanna there, there's something else I need to tell you. I was like, What? And she says, Mason says he sees a monster in the bedroom. And I like, Well, you know, what was he doing? What is he saying? She goes, he just got up we were sitting on the couch you know just sitting there together i don't know what they were doing they might have been collaring or something i don't remember mm-hmm. and he walks over and closes our bedroom door and he said don't worry mommy he said i'm protecting you you can't come out so i get home and i'm talking to him and i was like you know describe to me what you're seeing you know and he's like a monster i said no, what what does the monster look like he says it looks like me and you. I was like, "What do you mean, me and you? Is, is it? Is there? Does it have clothes on? You know, you know what's the shape?" He said, it "Looks like me and you." I said, is, "You know, does it have clothes? What color is the hair, or anything like it? You know, is it? Does it got... Yeah. He said, "No." He said, "No clothes." He says, "Just all black." He said, "It looks like me and you, but it's all black." So that's when I figured, well, something's going on. Maybe it's the dirt. I don't. Yeah. And so a day or two later, I I go in and lay down because I had to get up. Really, I was getting up at like three in the morning to go to work. And I'm laying and I have a fan. I have a big fan. I always run. I, I, I have it on every night, you know, seven days a week, 24 yeah. or all, every every day of the year. So I'm laying on on my uh, right hand side. And if you've ever had a fan on and somebody walks in front of it, you can hear mm-hmm. the noise yeah. change, the buffering change. Well, I, I was laying there with my eyes closed and I heard that and I thought, well, maybe it was my son coming in, you know, yeah. to, to the room. And that's when I opened my eyes and I seen this shadow standing like, sta- like close to the bed. But as I, as I looked, it just kind of faded back into the corner of the room and was gone. And that's when I was like, okay, I think it has to do with this dirt. So I want to get rid of the dirt. And yeah. it's, it's actually at the museum, it's Steve's museum now. And since it's been gone, uh, I've not had any other issues. 
Good. But it's good one that Mason was trying to protect her. So right. kudos, Mason. Uh, but also the the museum that we're talking about is the archive of the afterlife. And where is that now? It used to be in Moundsville, but it's it got moved to It's in Cameron, West Virginia. Cameron. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I couldn't remember. I haven't been down there to see it yet, but I need to get to, I need to get down there. Um All right. So we're getting close to the end of the show and I know you've been telling me a lot of stories, but I'm going to ask you to tell me one more. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking just based on on something that you had said in the last story, I'm wondering now, you said you used to drive truck. Mm-hmm. Do you have any spooky stories or cryptid related stories associated with the time when you were driving truck, either something that you saw or something from somewhere that you went that just stood out to you, a story that you heard while you were out on the road? Um, the only one that I can think of was, was a guy the, the thing is, it, it wasn't really with a, a big truck, but the guy that told me the story was mm-hmm. a truck driver. Yeah. Um, he was coming. He was. He just got off work, and he was heading home, and he had a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. He stopped at the local bar. You know, this was back in, back in the sixties and whatnot, or whatnot. And he stopped and had a few beer, a couple beers. You know, that was, I guess more normal than you know yeah. it is today and he's coming up this road and he oh he's not too far from his house and the rate is like a mile or so from his house there's a really hard sharp right hand turn mm-hmm. and like, like i said this is in my local area also i mean because i talked that's the reason i know this because you know i talked to the, the fellow and went to the area yeah. and this turn and it kind of it kind of turns and starts up, not not a big like uh, grade going upwards incline, but a, a slightly slope, slight slope. And he said as he was coming to that turn, he realized or he was getting tired, and he must have fell asleep because he doesn't mm-hmm. remember. You don't remember much of anything that happened afterward. He said he must have fell asleep. And he said, the only, he said, I would have, you know, if I was asleep, I went straight through this turn. There's no way I was going to make, get around the turn. Right. And as he, he said, he dozed off. And as he woke up, he was heading toward the trees. And that's when he felt <clears throat> his head hit the side of the, 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 the window, the doorpost or whatever. Mm-hmm. Thinking, you know, to him. He he just crashed. He's went he's went through the right. trees. He rolled over, right. and it must have it must have knocked him out or or something, because he said he blacked out, and then he woke up again, and he was driving up the road. Something had yanked the wheel from his hands. He's, he's that's the only thing I can think of, yanked the wheel from his hands and straightened his truck out, because the last thing he remembers is going into the trees, starting into the right. trees. Right, right. And he is he come back around he was going up the road and his hands are off the steering wheel and the truck's just driving in a straight line up the road wow. so that, that, that was one of the ones that stuck with me a long time what what to me i have no idea of what what happened there you know the, the guardian yeah. angel or whatever you want to call them yeah or, or something supernatural i think you know had to happen because sure. he, he clearly says i remember heading toward the trees Mm-hmm. Because when you go where when you go through the turn, it just drops into the into in, like down over a hill, and there's a creek. Right. Wow, he's but, really lucky. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, well, thanks for sharing that. Right. <laughs> that's that's wild. Um, so where can we find you if we wanted to keep up with your with your research and everything else uh, you're doing? Just on Facebook. That's all I have. I don't know how to do anything else. I guess, I guess people tag me a lot in Instagram, but I don't even they know how do. to use it. Pioneer less. I know yeah. that tag. Yeah. I see it all the time. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I, I remember making it several years ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm never, I had to figure out how to use it. So, um, But usually, or not usually, you can look, find me on WV 
cryptids and strange encounters. Uh, mm-hmm. Send me a message there. Uh, or you can send me if you got anything you want to share or, or, or whatnot or share with me. I mean, because I, I don't have, I don't share everything on my Facebook page. You know, I, right. I, I talk to people and sometimes it's just to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, like they'll have some kind of story to share and they're like, man, I don't, I don't know who else to tell. And I, and I've sat and talked to people for hours yeah. on the phone, messages, you know, emails, but they can get a hold of me through Facebook on, like I said, West Virginia Encryption Strange Encounters, or they can send me an email at wv304case at yahoo.com. Okay. No, w- awesome. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. <laughs> Double check. <laughs> it might, yeah. It might be wvcase304. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I don't want to give you the wrong one. Or yeah, don't do that. One. Yes, wvcase304. See, I did tell you wrong. Wvcase three hundred four at yahoo.com. At yahoo.com. Awesome. Oh man. Well, if you listener or viewer have any suggestions of people to talk to, um, you can feel free to leave a comment on the YouTube video, or you can send me an email, Heather at smalltownmonsters.com. This is Kickstarter month, so please head over to Kickstarter and consider pledging. Uh, there's various levels and they're all worth your time. So pledge and help us keep the lights on. Okay. Uh, and, uh, help us continue through the rest of 2022 and into 2023. We've got a lot to look forward to. Um, Les, thank you so much thank again. You. Thanks for and, having me. Yeah. And oh, you'll, we'll have you again. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. And I hope to see you in person again very soon. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. All I right. Well, yeah, you need to come back. I need to come back. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued by the place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll have you back for sure. So thank you again. And uh, until next time. Mm-hmm.